0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: This AceCast download is brought to you by LinkSoul. Go to LinkSoul.com. And by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com.
2: Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. There's
4: a swing and a base hit into the right center. Diving is Kelnick, he misses it. It's all the way to the wall at third base. Allen is going to be waved home, hustling to third base and getting there standing with a triple, Esther Uri Ruiz. That is a fun thing to watch. When Reese hits overdrive, his first athletics three base hit. It's
2: time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show, presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now.
3: I've been asking for it all year and we're finally starting to see it. The A's are playing good baseball, they're winning games, they've won three of four. And they're going to try and make it two in a row in Chicago against the White Sox, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Ken Korak joins us. I guess you could say the A's are hot. We know it's really hot in Chicago.
1: Well, you know what? The weather has broken, and it's beautiful. It's amazing how uh, the change between yesterday and today, Chris. So we're down to about 78 degrees, very little humidity, blue skies above the ballpark. So it's a perfect early evening for baseball out here.
3: Man, you get around those lakes, and you just never you never know. know. The weather. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> From
1: one hour, it's not just day to day; it's like hour to hour.
3: Well, one thing we do know, Shea Langoliers is hot. Talk about what you've seen—the difference.
1: Well, the other th- and two with the ball club. You know, you talked about their power; they've hit 12 home runs in their last six games. So, uh, you know, this has been a welcome development for the club. But, you know, Langilleers, and it's not—you know—he he hit the ball hard in the minor leagues. He had good power numbers, as you know, Chris, in the minors. I was thinking about that today, too, kind of going through some of the numbers over the years with Shea. And now he has a lot on his plate as a still still relatively inexperienced at the big league level catcher with a staff that's been challenging to catch this year, Chris. But, um, you know, he missed. He was drafted in 19. Then you have the COVID year where he didn't play any baseball in the minor leagues the next year. So, in terms of his experience, it's, he just hasn't played that much, especially up here. But he's, he has a tremendous amount of confidence right now. Uh, Tommy Everidge, the ace hitting coach, has been working with him, Chris, on using his lower body. So a lot of the power coming from that base, as you know, because you can drive the golf ball two eighty, two ninety. You know how important it is. So uh, no, it's no, been fun to watch him so far.
3: I just wish I could go foul pole to foul pole on the golf course. Uh, You have to actually hit it straight. That's uh, That's part of our our problem. Uh, When you think about what we're going to see with the A's, have you filled in your scorebook tonight? Uh,
1: I have. I I haven't gotten to the 7th or 8th innings, so I don't know what's – I can't uh, predict the future.
3: Have you noticed how you're writing in the same names from game to game?
1: Well, yeah, we talked about that on the the homestand, too. They were like – At least a couple of games where where Kase ran out the same lineup in back-to-back games. So, yeah, that is kind of a startling development, right?
3: (laughs) Isn't it crazy how we, like, have to point that out?
1: Right. No, you're right. And he's got kind of a group he's going to start against righties now and a group he's going to start against lefties. And one thing, too, Jonah Bride playing at third base again. And, you know, Jordan Diaz, I think he's still a big part of their future, but he's been scuffling. And so as Ken Maka used to say, Townie, as you know, the players make out the lineup.
3: The great Ken Maka. Uh, that's something we may talk about uh, in the postgame show. Yeah, no Diaz, no Ruiz again. Very interesting. Yeah. You have a great call. Enjoy this one. I'll talk to you after the game. Okay, buddy. Coming up next, the Duke. Jim Duquette will join us right here as we get you ready for A's baseball. It's a's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
5: Is convenience a state of mind?
3: He's a former general manager. He now has a show on Sirius XM, MLB Radio, The Power Alley, and also on Sundays with Jim Bowden. It's called The Front Office. Both shows are absolutely fabulous. And he does television for SNY for the New York Mets. And we talked about the business aspect because Otani's in New York. They're doing their pregame probably right now. He just talked about the business deal with Otani. It's far different than just looking at him. From stats.
0: Well, yeah, that's exactly right. It, these type of decisions, especially when you're spending this kind of money, and you know there aren't many players that are getting this type. So when you do it, um, you really do need to include the business side in the in the equation because there are going to be what we call you know the offsets from from you know the the salary itself. So you know, I saw an article recently that um Otani generated about 40 million dollars per year in revenues to the team. Now, I don't know if that's accurate, I haven't seen the numbers, but it seems logical when you look at, you know, all the advertising, the attention, uh the ratings of the when he pitches or when he's playing each night. I mean, the only the only game in Japan that's broadcast these days is when Otani's playing, and interestingly, you know Kodai Senga with the Mets is having a great year as a rookie pitcher. Um, it's going to be in the mix for rookie of the year, and none of his games are broadcast except for the one tonight <laughs> because he's pitching against Otani. So you know it's like, so he's generating that type of interest. Uh, you know the the attendance spike when he's on the mound, the promotions that they have each each time that. They have them there um, at the Angels ballpark. So there's all of these revenue streams that are attached to, you know, Tim. Uh, So that, that for me, helps you justify paying him what you're going to end up having to pay him.
3: Now with the injury, the dynamic has completely changed. And I just wonder, we all thought he was leaving Anaheim. Does Anaheim now get back in it based off... He's going to probably not pitch in 2024. I don't know if surgery's going to be, but all of a sudden, the doctors that you know, the trust factor, the trainers, where you feel comfortable, I mean, it's tough to really make a huge change when you have a big-time injury like this. I, I, we don't know how it will play out, but do you think there's a better chance now than before the injury that he could be back with the Angels because of the injury?
0: So I, I think that it is a greater chance of him staying there, and I'll, I'll tell you why. First, um, you know he he probably you know, was going to get between 500 and 600 million this year if he if he was healthy. Um, and I think there was going to be multiple suitors there. I think that was going to give um, you know other some other teams that are willing to go to that number a better chance, just because there are teams. That are you know in the postseason mix every single year, like the Dodgers, or the conversation like the Yankees or the Giants, and you know, the trending in the right direction. Like there's you know multiple teams that have had way a lot more success than the Angels you know, during the Otani period. Never mind the, the Trout the Trout period. So so you start there. If if in fact he you know that's a big factor, you know, like he said, he wants to win. So so you go okay, who who has the money to pay that kind of the dough and win? There's not many of them, right? But now, now with this injury, teams aren't going to be looking at him as a starting pitcher during that whole period of time, ten years or whatever. So the number comes down. I think the numbers comes down by about 150 million at least. Ooh. so let's just take take that math, right? Take that math and say it's you know the numbers 400 instead of 550. Yeah, you know, there's more teams that are involved with that. But what if the Angels came back and said, you know what? We'll pay you. Five hundred or five fifty. We know what your value is. We have the inside track on what those dollars economically look like. And yes, we're gonna. Hey, we went all in this year, and we're gonna go all in, you know, next couple years. And and by the way, we're the highest bidder by a hundred million dollars. Does Otani turn that down? Does the agent turn that down? Boy, that's hard to believe. My my partner today on my show, Jim Bowden, former GM. He thinks he, that Otani turns that down because $400 million is so much money, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know if he turns that down. That is a big difference. If, if in fact, you know, the Angels were, were willing to go to that number.
3: We got into a lot of stuff, including some A's stuff. You're going to want to hear it. Go to athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to the rest of the interview or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Coming up next, news and notes, Jessica Kleinschmidt next, right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
4: Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
2: A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball.
1: Blackburn delivers the pitch. Strike three called. And for Seamer, that is strike number eight for Blackburn.
2: This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
5: Welcome back to A's Total Access presented by Chevron. On A's cast and the A's radio network, Jessica Klein-Schmidt here. Ahead of A's White Sox, second game of a four-game stint, our own Zach Neal will face Dylan Cease on the bump today. Now, Neal is making his first start since 2016. He's posted an 8.25 ERA, so that's 11 earned runs in 12 innings and seven relief appearances with Oakland this season. Across the diamond, Cease allowed three runs in five and a third innings versus is the A's back on July 1st, getting a no decision in that 7-6 walk-off win for the A's in 10 innings in Oakland. Shea Aliers, you guys, is 6-17, for 17, so he's batting 353 with four homers in his last five games. He said hitting is a bonus for what he's doing as a catcher because his main priority is making sure his pitchers are taken care of. Now, that means the game planning and that they're both on the same page. So all of that all the hitting is just extra. It's nice to see every aspect of his game is catching up to him. And starting pitcher Ken Waldachuk, who had a decent Thursday night of his own in that 8-5 win with four strikeouts and five innings, without giving up a walk, by the way, said he's noticed Shea grinding all season, watching videos, and working on mastering that pitch selection. A's manager Mark Kotze said something similar after the game.
4: Shea's been working really hard. We talked a little bit about it on the homestand and continuation tonight of, of him swinging the bat really well. He's made some Adjustments. He's getting through the baseball a lot better. It's just a great sign. You know, this kid works really hard. He's been grinding all year. So, this is a really nice stretch for him and one that, uh, you know, we know he's capable of. And it's great to see it. How big is it for him to end off on a strong note into 2024? Yeah, no question. I've talked a lot about the comparison with Sean Murphy and his first full season and the grind that Sean went through and the player he is now. And it's just a natural progression for these guys. And it takes time to learn how to hit it to big leagues. And especially when your, your responsibility is to handle a pitching staff as well. So it's great to see that he's making progress at getting the results, really.
5: The grind is real indeed. Now, it was also a historic night for Zach Geloff, who became the fastest pitcher to debut with the A's to reach 10 homers, achieving the feat in his 35th game, breaking Mark McGuire's record of 41 games to 10 home runs. Here's Alex Jensen with that home run call.
0: And the pitch. Swinging a drive to left, going back Ben Attendi, turning around, it is gone! Zach Geloff, a two run home run, and the A's have the lead here in the seventh. It is seven to five, Athletics. Boy, that was a shot, again, just over the wall in left field. Geloff's 10th of the year, RBI's 18 and 19. He does it again.
5: So what was it like to share a sentence with someone as legendary as Big Mac? Well, Geloff said simply, it's pretty cool, but it wasn't something he specifically set out to do. He just wants to be a big leaguer for a long time and win. And Waldichuk said, "Geloff is someone you stop what you're doing. You make sure you watch each one of his at-bats. And I couldn't agree more. All right, that's all I have for you, Jessica Kleinschmidt. Peacing out. Coming up next as A's Total Access, presented by Chevron, continues. Vince Catronio has the greatest Oakland A's playoff games with Game 3 of the 2020 Wild Card Series against the White Sox.
2: Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors
5: watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now that kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board.
1: Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese?
2: The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get 1.2 gig internet for $25 a month for two years when you get Xfinity Mobile with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires payable plan and auto with Short bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Now TV and Xfinity Mobile require Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular supply, apply. Actual speeds vary. This
6: This is A's Total Access.
4: A baseball season is long, 162 games in 180 days. The playoffs, however, are a much different story. Everything is on the line, win the series or go home. At an Oakland history, you have to go back to games six and seven of the 1973 World Series against the Mets as the last time the A's won an elimination game to win. That changed finally in 2020, and Game 3 of the Wild Card Series against the Chicago White Sox is one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. 2020 was different. A pandemic-shortened 60-game sprint and expanded playoffs to include 16 teams, eight per league. Oakland lost Game 1 4-1, but stayed alive with a Game 2 5-3 win, setting up the winner-take-all finale with Mike Fiers against Dane
1: Dunning. The Sox struck first with their talented center fielder at the plate in the top of the second. They just broke their streak of losing five straight elimination games yesterday. They would like to exorcise those demons today, the green and gold. Here's the delivery now, and that's a deep drive to left, way back. And Grossman will turn and watch, and it's gone and no doubt. And Luis Robert gets the White Sox on the board. It's 1-0 Chicago in the second. Chicago added two more runs
4: in the third, on RBIs by Roberts again and Nomar Mazzara, and the Sox were ahead three to nothing, which carried them into the bottom of the fourth. Pitching plans for the Sox were disrupted when Garrett Crochet left the game with an injury in the second, and in the fourth facing Sean Murphy was Cody Hoyer, already the fourth pitcher for Chicago, and the A's catcher delivered a much-needed spark. He hasn't really driven the ball that well in the air yet today. Here comes the 1-0. Fastball! ball, there it goes. Sean Murphy on cue, unloads on Cody Hoyer, bombs away, and game on. A blast for Murphy, his first with a man on base all year. And it comes with Grossman aboard, and the A's have come alive, they trail three to two. And the beautiful
1: thing about that when Murph hit it, he just dropped the bat, dropped his head, started his trot. I mean, that is how strong this young man is. And that's why I was hopeful that
4: Laureano could get on base because one shot like that could have tied it but at least Murth got him on the board and there's no doubt when he hits him, they are no doubt. Still in the fourth, Chicago went to Carlos Rodon for only three batters giving way to Matt Foster entering a bases loaded spot. He walked at Marcana, and then Matt Olson was next. Three balls and a strike. And the pitch, and that is inside and low ball four, and the A's have taken their first lead today. Back to back walks Foster Takana, and Olsen in to Canada and Olson into score. Simeon, and it's 4-3 Athletics. And the best thing for the Athletics, this is a huge crooked number, and that's what they were looking for. And remember, all this has happened with two outs. The A's lead didn't last long, with Mazzara's RBI single to tie the game at four in the fifth inning. 2020 was another year that Chad Pinder fought through injury, getting only 56 at-bats during the season. Facing the Sox seventh pitcher of the game, Evan
1: Marshall, Pinder delivered the lead back to Oakland. And the right-hander ready. Turns, throws, and pender hits it's a drive in. It's going to be into left field for a base hit. One run is in. Second run around third. The throw to the plate in the slide and not in time. lestella scores the second run on a base hit to left field by Chad Pender. And the A's take a 6-4 to four lead. What a clutch hit by Chad Penn, and again a big two-out hit for the Athletics. Murphy scored from third, Lestella from second, a close play at the plate. Simeon went to second stop there on Pinder's base hit through the left side hole. Had to wait to see as Tim Anderson with diving to the backhand side. The throw coming in by the left fielder angle all the way, and it was to the foul territory side. The catcher, Grandal, had to go to his left and try to come back and try to lay the tag on Lestella. He missed him clearly and so no replay, and the A's lead by two in the fifth. And the lead stayed that way into the ninth inning. Three scoreless
4: frames from the A's bullpen set up Liam Hendricks to close it out. But just a day earlier, Liam needed 49 pitches and help from Jake Diekman to keep the series alive. James McCann greeted him with a single, but then Hendricks' Cade-Yohan Moncada and Luis Robert setting up a final showdown with Nomar Mazzara. And
1: again, the 2-2 pitch, and here it is. Inside corner, ring him up, strike three called, and the A's have won it, and they're moving on. The Oakland A's have won the series in a great battle today with the White Sox. And maybe they have vanquished some demons today, 6-4, to the A's beat the White Sox. And yes, for the first
4: time since 1973, facing an elimination game to end the series, Oakland prevailed, making game three of the 2020 wildcard series versus the White Sox as one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history.
3: This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. you got to go to their website right now, linksoul.com. The new polos are unbelievable. New colors, lighter weight. We got our new summer shipment, Cody. I couldn't be happier. I look better, all thanks to Link Soul. So we're talking about new polos. You can check out their shorts, anything you need for summer. They have it right now. When you go to their website, they've got a smoking summer deal. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com.
1: Noda hits a deep drive into right, going back in the corner, a long run, and that's going to be gone. Ryan Noda hooks a three-run homer, dead right field, and the A's take a 4-1 lead.
2: A's Cast is your 24-7 home for A's Baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
3: Time for the stat of the day brought to you by Cal State East Bay. Just a couple numbers to look at in this game. Dylan Sees, who the White Sox held on to, one and three with a 666 era in his last five starts zach neal we have no idea how long he'll go with the a's he's got it's his first start since 2016 so far an 8.25 era hopefully scott emerson next will tell us more about how long zach neal is going to go tonight uh, the month of August has been great for Zach Geloff. He's hitting 346, seven dingers, 13 RBIs, and an OPS of 1,103. Unreal. Last five games for Shay Langalears, he's hitting 353 with four homers in five games. But Ruiz, Este Uri Ruiz, haven't seen a whole lot of him. He's 0 for his last 12, no walks. So hopefully. We'll see him at some point, but two straight days, once again, not in the lineup. Coming up next, Ken Korak and Scott Emerson right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
4: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will
3: analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's
4: why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hey, A's fans.
1: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. On a Friday in Chicago, and thank goodness, a lot cooler this afternoon as the A's get set to take on the White Sox. And A's pitching coach Scott Emerson is with us. And last night, eight total home runs were hit. The A's win the game. The A's hit five home runs. Pretty good example, Emo, in that, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough to pitch in a big league game
7: yeah you know uh, the, obviously what you know major league the good major league pitchers want to do is exploit a hitter's weakness with a strength you know and and you know last night uh, you watch Ken Waldach pitch and you know he threw the ball really well with his fastball he was moving his fastball around and then the mistakes he got uh, hit you know the the home run to Ben and was a slider that didn't get down in the way you know it was a good uh, pitch selection just the execution you know Ben Intendi will hit some sliders that never get down the way and he pulls them and uh, he didn't miss that pitch and then the, the slider in the zone down and into Elvis is you know what we want to do with Elvis and he knows it you know it's no secret as you get ahead you wrap breaking balls you get them close to the feet you make him chase a ball and he left the slider in the zone to Elvis and that's a pitch that Elvis can hit and Elvis hit the home run so yeah you know obviously in the big leagues you don't want to make mistakes and the good hit capitalize on your mistakes but you know Ken for me you know threw his fastball really well it looked like he was in control of the game for the most part and then you look up and the three home runs happen but that's that's the experience that's learning to play your miss that's the things that uh, we're trying to drive home on our guys.
1: So you're saying that the game plan was right and he he threw the right pitches just the location wasn't where you wanted those pitches to be?
7: Yeah, you know, you go into each and every game, uh, you know, with your game plan, and Plan A is what you got on the data side of it, and you're you're looking at the numbers, and and that's how you're kind of attacking uh, the hitter's weaknesses by looking at the numbers of what he does well and what your pitcher does well as as well. And then Plan B is what the adjustment the hitters are making, and then Plan C if you don't have anything, how are you going to get through this? And uh, you know, the pitch selection, uh, Shea put down or the right pitch come instead. Of fingers right and uh, we just didn't uh, execute a couple pitches and good hitters capitalized on it and that's what we did to their pitcher as well
1: you know on a night like last night it was like 92 degrees at first pitch 62 percent humidity everybody knows the ball flies in this ballpark in the summertime maybe even more so last night emo Do you change the game plan at all because of that thinking that the ball might jump out of the ballpark on any mistake?
7: Well, you're you're always you know trying to uh, like I said pitch to a hitter's weakness with a strength or go with your strength and, and execute pitches. You know it's just that uh, the pitchers that the pitches that get left you know middle part of the plate uh, uh, hit. Uh, with a little bit more authority in in all ballparks and then when the ballpark's playing small it's got more of a chance to go over the fence and that's what happened last night so you know obviously the object is to stay out of the middle of the plate you want to stay out of the middle of the plate ahead behind and even you know that just gives the hitter the best chance of success and uh, you know in certain ballparks you get to challenge a little bit more your miss gets to be uh, can be closer to the middle because the hitters are really going to have to you know really get into it uh, to, to hit it out of the ballpark and some nights the ball doesn't have to be you know off the bat 100 miles an hour to, to get out and uh, in most ballparks right around 100 miles an hour uh, they're going to be homers and, and it's then some days you know when the ball's traveling you know 95 98 will we'll do in certain areas.
1: Is it easier to grip a baseball when it's hot and humid like last night or is it more difficult?
7: You know for me I always like pitching uh, in a little humidity. Uh, I felt good about uh, the ball. Uh, it's that dryness where the ball feels a little slick for me, but you know I think everybody's different. You know I think though the sweat. You know uh, I know our guys were changing jerseys, changing T-shirts throughout the game, and just watching our guys earlier in the day play catch and their their T-shirts that they were playing catch in were just really soaked yesterday. I mean it was it was it was. It was, it
1: was like playing inside a hot can of soup to me.
7: Yeah, it was. It, 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 yesterday was definitely a uh, rough day to get through, but uh, you know we got through it with the wind. So. Uh, maybe we should have more days like that.
1: All right, Tony, that's Emo. The A's and the White Sox in game two of this four-game series, and we'll send things back over to you.
3: Let's get going. The A's are hot. They've won three at four. They're hitting a bunch of dingers. They've hit 32 in August. Let's have some fun, right? We've gone through some really rough times, but they're playing better. Why not take three out of four from these guys? A's, White Sox next, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.